Welcome to the Talk and Shed podcast with your host, Adam Finnick, where we talk all things farm equipment. Tune in as we interview farmers, industry leaders, and talk about our own dealership story. Follow along as we talk about topics like cover crops, nutrient placement, and things that make your farm and every farm across the country different. You're listening to the Talk and Shed podcast, and thank you for tuning in. Well, guys, uh, good morning, and this morning we have got a special guest in, uh, super special, and uh, we've got Cody here with us too. He's he's a super special guest, but we've got Dave Gunkelman here um, from Salford Group. Dave, how are you this morning? I'm doing good, guys. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. It's uh, it's always a good day when Dave stops in to to say hi, even though it's few and far between. But uh, we enjoy his presence. And uh, Dave stopped in last night at the shop, and uh, here we are this morning. I said, he's in town. We have to record a podcast. Today is May 11th, and boy, are things about to break loose. Yes, uh, it is. It's time. It is time. In our world, we've been waiting on this for a while. We've been selling some tillage tools. Couldn't wait to get them from the factory. We got them built. They're here, and I bet you every one of them is hooked to a tractor right now face in the field mm -hmm. absolutely i see uh in my travels yesterday working my way here through northwest ohio and down here into western ohio there's a lot of uh ground starting to get worked um there's a lot staged like you said i noticed this morning um a few guys got some uh triticale down or some rye you know that they're chopping that yes. they're ready to rip these fields up and get some corn in the ground yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's go time I know yesterday there was a couple of guys that I deal with. They're up just north in the county, and <clears throat> they were putting on some pre-plant yesterday as far as gas goes, and uh, they were also running some burn down on the sprayer and doing some tillage stuff too. So the it's it's definitely coming. I'd say today, today, tomorrow, Friday, yeah. Saturday, and then I think early next week it's supposed to rain again. Yeah, maybe give them a little break, yeah. <clears throat> but. I saw on Snapchat there was some tillage, some Southfield field cultivators running last night too. But before we get too deep, Dave, for those who don't know you on the podcast, who's Dave Gunkelman? Um, I've been with uh, Salford for 12 years now, and um, I reside over in eastern Ohio in Wayne County. Um, been in the tillage business for over 20 years altogether now, and um, uh, grew up on a family farm in Medina County and uh, uh, Holstein dairy cows and uh, so I've been on uh, all sides of the uh, the business you know in the equipment side of things and the dairy nutrition side of things back in the early days but uh, that's kind of my background Adam yeah um, today you know he's a huge asset for us on the Salford side of course Salford is pretty well the largest line that that we carry I would say um, you know, we, we spend a lot of time on Salford, and uh, it's it's beginning to be a big deal. Um, what what changed with Salford recently? I saw some news. We um, here at the end of this quarter, we're going to be taking over. Ownership is changing. Um, we got bought out by a, a company that actually owns Macdon. And uh, so uh, we're going to be a sister company to them. And uh, but it sounds like everything's going to uh, continue to roll. Um, how everything's been, you know, here in the you know 
last 10 years you know nothing's changed that way so I mean we're just going to continue to grow and have some more resources as a company whether it's you know buying iron or just having resources for marketing and, and lots of different things like that so it's a pretty exciting time for us right as we grow <clears throat> right you never know how things happen are going to happen when a company gets bought out but you know I I don't see anything changing there granted I, even if something was, I wouldn't be able to see it from my seat in the ballpark. But uh, I don't, I don't foresee anything changing. You know, most of these companies that everyone deals with are today probably owned by investors, and uh, you know, their goal is to make quality products that generate revenue. And uh, I don't think they're they're changing hands to make big changes no you know i think that the past owners were just ready to cash out yep. and there were some new owners wanting to invest absolutely they've seen a great opportunity with a great company that has grown a lot over the last you know 10 years and um been very profitable and uh you know building a lot of leading edge products and we have a lot of them continuing to come to the market so uh, it's a really exciting time you won't see you know any change here on the local level um might not even see much on my end you know but it's uh, it's an exciting time for us and it's full bore ahead right well that's awesome and exciting to hear you know right before we started the podcast uh we were waiting on cody to wake up and get here this morning of course but uh we we were talking about what kind of tools we had ordered and coming in why don't you run down some of the tools because it just gets me excited hearing them that, that we have coming in that we ordered here for basically fall because we'll see yeah, in july absolutely so we got everything from the uh, least aggressive types of vertical tillage tools to the most aggressive tools so i mean we got uh, uh 1200s you know 2200s 4200s 5200s uh we got two-piece s-tine and c-shank cultivators yeah um we got 41 come some 41 and foot tools coming yeah uh the new couple new you know 20 and 30 foot you know salford halo vrts yep which has become a hot uh topic since the louisville farm show mm -hmm. and you've been doing some demos and yes. that thing is just getting a lot of attention right so between that and we even have some more spreaders in the pipeline i mean there's a lot of equipment to continue feeding in here all through the summer right yeah when you know we saw an opportunity and dad always says that you got to have faith in your sales team and we saw an opportunity and we knew we had to have equipment to sell and so i don't know when we ordered all that stuff probably november december we, well, we've been ordering you know all along seems like every month we're placing orders to continue you know just keeping the pipeline full because right. the only way that we're going to be able to continue to grow in times like this is to keep the pipeline full right you know if you wait until you're sold out and then you reorder if it takes three to six months or even longer for some brands that i'm hearing about you know mm -hmm. i mean how do you grow your numbers right, right. <clears throat> yeah it's, it's one of those deals where like you were saying just keep the pipeline full and as long as you have faith in your sales team that you know you can grow and let it fly yep. yeah so you know we've never really stocked a 41 foot 1200 that's going to be exciting yep you know some of these tools are are the top of the line tools that over the last five years we have seen a lot of demand in we've watched them run in the field 
and we we grab the bull by the horns and we're going to have a lot full yeah. of red equipment mm -hmm. and uh it's going to take a lot of time just to assemble all this stuff yeah i don't know when we're going to get all that done. <laughs> right so well, it's, it's yeah. going to be good filling jobs for this summer if you do get downtime in the shop. <laughs> Pretty, I don't see that happening around here. There's lots of projects going Pretty on. Pretty sure our shop guys are going to be sick of building software tools by the time. That's why I brought, them, that's why I brought all them guys breakfast sandwiches this morning because i got to keep them on my good side. Yeah, well, most of them aren't going to be here. They're all farming. Yeah, I know it. So that is one of the tricks about us is a lot of our shop guys farm. And so today, I mean... I think at least three of them are out and yeah. that's that's two-thirds of the shop yeah. yeah so there'll be two guys in the shop today right yeah right so that that'll stay interesting but you touched on it dave let's hit on that vrt i mean i know we we've, we've talked about it a little bit i'm sure some guys have heard about it but all along i was saying i like what it does but i want to see how it works in the spring mm -hmm. and that and that was my dilemma and of course we did the the demo days in michigan we did some demo in here and then probably later today i'm going to watch it run down south a little bit too so walk us through what are your thoughts on that vrt well I'm, i just can't believe you doubted me in the first place with this thing <laughs> we do in the spring but other than that i mean i'm very impressed i mean i for the last two seasons was prototyping the machine for the company and um, this final product that we came to the market with here at the Louisville Farm Show and now that we have here in the field here in Ohio, Indiana and Michigan um, seeing lots of great spring results you know I mean it's given us the opportunity to use one tool to go into any condition right you know any type of application you know so I mean had the perfect scenario the other day with a guy that you know he had some really heavy it was it was a cover crop plus lots of residue from last fall and it was one of those things where he's like i i need to get i want to get rid of a lot of that so we ran it really aggressive you know in the first pass and then just came right back at it at a uh, light angle uh, or shallow degree if, however you want to explain it right. but i mean uh um, and made a finishing pass and it's a beautiful seed bed mm -hmm. with one tool yeah um, in other situations you know some guys just want to use it as a fall tool or a springtime seed bed prep tool like their 1200 or 2200 you mm -hmm. know sulfur so and that works really well too so i mean having the broad range of applications that can be used in that's what's exciting yeah and i've had several phone calls on it from the youtube videos and stuff we did in michigan I had a guy call from Minnesota yesterday. You know, I told him, um, I said, you can go to a field and have no idea how you're going to work that field. Mm -hmm. And just get there and set the tool until you get the finish that you want. Absolutely. You know, when you go to the field today with a field cultivator, you're limited to what mm -hmm. you can see mm -hmm. and what you can yep. do. You go to the field with a VRT and you might think you're going there just to scratch the ground and you get there and it's dry. And you're like, man, I need to get more aggressive. Yep. We'll do it. Exactly. And you can adjust it. It's beautiful. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, what tillage do you have today? He said, I've got a disc with a rolling basket and a field cultivator. I said, you would eliminate both of those. Absolutely. You know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So <clears throat> we're not talking a tool that sets next to a field cultivator or, 
or something right. else. Yeah, it don't work in no. it don't need to work in tandem with any other tool. No. We're talking a tool that doesn't take up much space in your shed either. Right. And so um yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. We've got a long list of guys we need a demo to here starting today through the weekend. Yeah. And I can't wait. Um I demoed uh, to some guys in Marion, Ohio there probably two weeks ago, and they were pretty dang impressed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were very impressed. Mm-hmm. So it's just fun to be able to bring that tool to a farm, and you just you know inside, you're like, just wait until we blow this guy's mind. Absolutely. Like, you want a, you want a, a video in the cab almost mm-hmm. to watch yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that's the best feeling in the world. Whenever you tell a guy what this thing's going to do and he goes and sees it and he's like, oh. And it does it. Yeah, he's like, holy cow. Like, how? Yeah. You can't yeah. oversell it. No. That's the beauty no. of this. Yeah. That's why I'm excited. You know, um, that's why the we put a lot of testing into this product, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the, you know, Midwest, you yeah. know, through the Corn Belt. Um, other areas, Western Canada, you know, I mean, we've, we've ran at so many different places and so many different soil types because we want to do this one time. You know, I wanted it to be re- released a year sooner, but we just weren't quite there. You know, the high-speed disc, we had that figured out, which everybody does pretty much. I mean, right. it's just what color you want. But, right. um, but this thing, what it can do with just a flip of the hydraulic lever is yeah. incredible mm-hmm. yeah so it's going to be an opportunity you know it, it's going to uh fit in just so many areas in our market i mean it's it's going to yeah. be unlimited and i've only ever seen it ran really one time and we were out back here and it was probably a little too wet but i mean just from watching what i mean just my visual of watching it do what it does i mean it's there's definitely no tool out there like it. Well, when we did the field day up in Michigan a couple weeks ago, Adam, uh, I took some. Bo, you did did some drone video. Mm-hmm. I was in the cab, and um, got a lot of. I've had a lot of feedback since then from inside our company and customers calling me. I hear from somebody on a daily basis wants to try this thing. Yeah, because maybe they've seen your YouTube video or your. Uh, press release you know type things and uh but where we took it from the we were running it at a 15 degree angle making it black and mm-hmm. that 250 bushel corn stalks or whatever it was it was heavy irrigated mm-hmm. corn um last fall and uh then we took it down to the least aggressive as we're making that pass through the field and that just blew people's minds like mm-hmm. you gotta be kidding me right yeah. you know you can just see it go from aggressive to a minimal till and um just to give you that idea i mean it's just it, it's mind-blowing yeah mm-hmm. yeah um you know it we're gonna have plenty more videos out this week on on that tool um i heard you and dad kind of talking about it yesterday afternoon you know about how salford is geared to like no tillers and and you've got the high fuel prices and you know today corns around 750 ish on the board you know diesels at record prices how does this just fall in high fertilizer prices Mm -hmm. how does this all just fall into the lap of salford well with the you know fuel prices basically doubling and and not only fuel but just basically all your inputs but the passes we've always pride we were always so 
we would pride ourselves on the vertical tillage, you know, that we've had out for a lot of years. And, you know, it kind of, as the crops become more, you know, higher yielding and, and tougher residue, you know, we kind of got outclassed there for a little while from our old 570, you know, seven inch <coughs> spacing machine. You know, and then when we got into the five inch machines, you know, I mean, we have machines now that you can just go out there and do minimum tillage. You make a seed bed, mm -hmm. burn less fuel, you know, and, and plant. So, I mean, we just have a lot of, we have a complete lineup of tools for you to make less passes and save you time and money. Right. And, you know, when I talk to farmers, they talk to me about their frustrations and what they're trying to fix. And a lot of times it's efficiency is what they want to get after. You know, I sold that 1224 there last week up in Lipsick, Ohio. And what they were doing was they had a John Deere 235 disc with a rolling basket. They would hit it once in the fall and once in the spring, sometimes twice in the spring. What they're going to move towards and in a program I've seen a lot is one pass in the spring. Correct. And that's what the 1200 can do. Yep. You know, and we did that uh, with several other people too. Bachmans are down there, one yep. of them. They they did a lot of tillage in the past mm -hmm. and, and they're moving to a 12, they have a 1224 and they're moving to a lot of more just spring tillage. Right. You know, instead of working it, burying all that stuff in the fall, and then working it two or three times right. you know, if you think about it today is may 11th there's a lot of guys who have to make three passes of tillage yet before they can put seed in the right. ground and look at this window cody said it may rain monday tuesday mm -hmm. you know if i'm a farmer yep. i want to be putting seed in the ground yeah well yeah. not only that yeah you want to be putting seed in the ground but as you on these 80 plus degree days and the wind blowing every time you open that ground up it's going to continue you're going to dry it out right so what happens if you dry it out, plant, and it don't rain right yeah. away? Yeah. And that's the beauty of the vertical till or the VRT on a light angle. I mean, you just run in at basically the depth you're gonna plant. Keep that, mo don't get rid of all that moisture below right. where you're gonna plant the seed. Right, yes. So you get the germinate and come out of the ground fast. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's, uh, it's kind of an insurance policy in a way, you know, but, <clears throat> You know, if I'm a farmer today, today is uh, Wednesday, the 11th, you know, I've got a four to five day window with 0% chance of rain. I'm gonna do some field work, haul some manure maybe today, do some spraying. But I mean, by Friday, Saturday, we need to get some seed in the ground. Yeah. And if you're gonna spend a lot of that time just doing tillage, just mm -hmm. to get your fields fit, I think we need to look at some planter options mm -hmm. to to make your planter more versatile and we need to look at some tillage options yep. what can we change there to get you planting today or tomorrow rather than working ground for three days mm -hmm. and that's where salford comes in for me yeah well and not only with the tillage line of products i mean i was just looking at some uh youtube video this morning that you put out there on strip till right well what a great fast efficient way to get your fertilizer down get your strips built yeah in a beautiful cornfield with no tillage other than your strip till bar and yep. your st10 right you know fertilizer <clears throat> yep you know getting everything in one pass right that's another way to do it yep. 
and, and that that deal is just exploding yeah you know mm-hmm. and and what that is is that is vertical that southward vertical tillage honed down to a 14 inch strip yep is exactly what exactly. that is and and uh you know he's talking about shocks up there in Bucyrus. Oh, you know you flew flew the drone on it but we were in heavy corn residue oh up yeah there. yeah it was and those the row cleaners were just moving the trash working the dirt mm-hmm. we were only going you know probably three inches deep mm-hmm. right and it was just beautiful they're going to plant right into that and we left there that day at probably 9 30 10 and i texted them later that afternoon and they had cleared that 200 acre field before i had texted him back yep. yeah i mean just rolling yep you There's know what i mean so many ways to become efficient like that you know and and utilize you know getting your fertilizer in that same pass um you know there's just so many things now that guys are starting to trend towards um and that's where like you said things kind of playing into our lap you yeah. know because we've we've always geared our focus towards making farmers become more efficient right right not selling the you know <clears throat> cookie cutter big box store type products we all have always invented you know uh, tools that would make guys more efficient and faster mm-hmm. a lot of their tool a lot of your tools are different and some people are afraid of that but they're different because there is a different way mm-hmm. you know you don't have to always pull that disc or right. the um, seven inch wide field cultivator all the time yeah you can look at the halo vrt or the halo airway or the 2200 with with some shanks mm-hmm. hydraulic shanks yep. Yep. you know look at how different that tool is mm-hmm. but look what it can do for yeah, you absolutely right. the right. guys that see the value you know they'll step once they step out of that comfort zone they wonder why they didn't do it sooner yeah you know, there's lots of guys mm-hmm. still doing tillage today like well they're doing it this way because that's how dad did it right <clears throat> they've never known any other way no and it's just it's it's hard to change when you feel like because you've been successful you've been Mm -hmm. farming for 50 years that way and making money so why change well we're at a time now where we're getting forced to change you know unfortunately right with with all these government regulations with everything as far as manure aspect goes and watershed and well it's it's the fuel and the uncertainty as well right yeah Yeah. fuel and fertilizer Mm -hmm. yeah because you know everyone talked about oh i locked in fertilizer before it got high last year well it's high right mm-hmm. now so now what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah so everyone uh, you know everyone locked in last year july august september a lot mm-hmm. of times what's it going to look like this year you know right. and what happens when we lock in at that high fertilizer price and then and then corn maybe takes <clears> a dip but that's where you gotta hone you gotta become efficient and and do more with less Right. And and that's in my opinion, not only what we strive for here at Fenning Equipment, but it's a big part of Salford. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I'm like I said, if I'm farming today, I'd I'd want to be extremely efficient, make maybe a tillage pass, but then get that planter rolling. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, we you know, we're we're creating solutions, you know, for the farmer, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's what we pride ourselves on, and that's why we're doing these demos to show on the yeah. farm what we can do. Um, because if you can get rid of you know these guys here are gladly take two pieces of tillage equipment on trade on one you right. know just because there's a market for used and also you know it's just it's it's going to become more profitable for the farmer in the end game that way too so i mean it's yeah. just 
give us that opportunity mm-hmm. yeah. to show you. Right. And of course, you know, that's really not even bringing the ST10 cart. Sure, we, right. we just lightly touched on it. But then the BBI spreaders, yep. you know, you want to talk about efficiency. You can eat some serious acres uh, slinging fertilizer 80 feet wide. Oh, yeah. You know, if you've got a thousand acres of fertilizer to spread, that's nothing with a BBI. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. So that's that's another thing I realized. Um, you know, we had the the end of winter we had like fifteen spreaders here between your two stores, and all of a sudden we were down to none. We mm-hmm. well, we were down to one. Now right. we just got a couple loads in, which is great, perfect timing. We still have another three or four on order. We got to look at more for fall. But one thing I did notice in the lineup, we. With the calls I've been getting here lately, I wish we had some single axle. I know. Because, you know, I'm starting to hear more and more guys just about what we talked about, the efficiency, wanting to get across acres faster. Maybe they can't find an applicator. I know you guys have been selling a lot of applicators for side dress, mm-hmm. even putting cover crop boxes on a couple out here I see yeah. so guys can yeah, kill that, two birds with one stone. That thing looks pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but so... So the uh, but the there's lots of guys wanting to sling urea on mm-hmm. post corn right. you know that way too so I mean that's something I've been getting a lot of calls on here recently too we need to look at mm-hmm. you know it's just things are changing this this is forcing guys to change their operations right and we have lots of equipment to offer as well that way like you said with the not only with the <clears throat> Pathfinder carts and the STs but the uh, single axle spreaders you know mm-hmm. then we can we can sling fertilizer up to 120 feet right the uh you know with the territory that you cover um i always like asking you what you're seeing out there you know what are the other dealers doing what are they selling that we're not and it gives me a good gauge of of when to move and how fast but what are you seeing you know like you said things are changing how how have things changed for you for the farmer that you've seen recently we're we're still seeing we're seeing a lot of change that that you're even seeing here i mean it's it's becoming more and more discussion about how can we make less passes you know and uh, uh my dealers that have trended towards the i-series tools you know with the minimal till or this vrt is really opening up a lot of doors in areas that i have not been able to be in um because so many guys you know are doing such aggressive tillage in areas and um where, so where we weren't selling some vertical till, you know, this is giving us the opportunity to get in because this tool will do everything in between. Right. Um, but uh, but we're starting to see a lot more, you know, like I said, with the single axle spreaders, you know, guys wanting to change applications that way or give them more window of opportunity to get the product on because look at, you got so much time right now, but yet you want to plant, you know, so that's what we're seeing we're just seeing so many different things and we're looking at you know in the single axle especially you know getting something that has multi-product capabilities you know that's the next step you know that's it's on the drawing board and and who knows it it could be in the field right now with us i don't know because i'm not on that part of it but those are things we're just constantly trying to get better um right so but we get lots of good ideas from the farmer themselves so um that's where a lot of these ideas come from right yeah and we're, we're seeing the same thing um but i'm i'm real excited with the lineup of tools that we have coming um i'm excited about the sales force that we have and last year we had a banner year with salford mm-hmm. and i think this year we can maybe even beat it 
We will. Um, We're going to have to. Yeah. off to fire you. Well, <laughs> yeah, because we've got enough tillage tools ordered that if they're all here at one time, we're going to have to have more gravel out there. Mm-hmm. I know it. But we already had to expand a lot we're, twice. We're looking a little bare out there right Well, now. right now we are, but we're going to have to shove a lot of this stuff out to Nova. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, because uh, I, I was there, uh, would have been Monday. Okay. That lot a month ago was full. I know. Mm-hmm. That lot today, empty. I know. It's crazy. I know. It, so things are moving fast. It It's amazing <clears throat> what Seth and Tammy and Jake are, are moving and shaking out there. Done a really good job in Northern mm-hmm. Ashland County area. Oh, the, the amount of people that have been there that I talked to um, that are grateful that we have a location there. And then we were talking this morning, the addition of other lines, such mm-hmm. as the Hardy Sprayer. Yeah. I think that deal is going to be huge for yeah. us, the Hardy Sprayer. We, you helped some guys yesterday with parts. Yeah, I mean, it just it just opens up a door for us to where we are able to just get that smaller sprayer type guy market, and mm-hmm. it's and we're it, already so entrenched into application. Yeah, right. it, it it just fits right in. I mean, even whenever we were doing that seminar there a few weeks ago, I mean, you know, it all was falling into place. Like he was talking about how they control the sprayer. I'm like, okay, that's their rate controller. And, oh, that's their flow meter. Oh, oh. Yep. It just all fell into place. So I think it's going to be a really, really good asset for fending equipment for us to sell and utilize. Well, and that's, that's kind of like us. We've really, we've become such a huge, went from being a tillage company back in the day when I started to, mm-hmm. you know, you know, yeah, I'm a, I still saw a ton of tillage on my market, but I mean, I saw a lot of app. We've become such a big application company that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, and you gotta be. Yeah, absolutely. But just like, you know, I was, when I pulled in here yesterday and I, I sent, um, I went out on a lot and I'm like, I took, must have been six or seven different applications for cover crops that projects you're working on out here Mm -hmm. i took a picture of every one of them sent them to my counterparts and they're all asking questions because that's a good idea you know i didn't think of that Mm -hmm. so but it was i was just amazed and that's our next season we're going into yeah even before we're planting corn yeah right you know we're already guys you're selling cover crop seeders on a daily basis around here but just seeing the applications from guys having them on their haggies to uh inner row whether they're just you know side dress you know if they're side dressing their mm-hmm. corn putting on the cover crop at the same time um you know there's just so many different things i've seen out here that's pretty exciting and that's something i'm sure we'll do a podcast on or a video on here at mm-hmm. some point after spring planting because it's time you All know right. i mean you gotta keep these whether you're gonna put the cover crop on you know when you're side dressing to get a head start mm-hmm. because there's we're finding there's more and more guys that that's the only way they can get it on right you know because mm-hmm. they don't have time in the fall right yeah yeah <clears throat> you know you think about it <clears throat> that little s2s unit that we make we probably have to have close to 150 rows of them things out running now i mean that pretty we're easy. getting up there yeah that, those, that's that's pretty exciting <clears throat> yeah yeah that thing just grows every year so it do you think we need to have a field day this year we always talk about it yeah, it's been a couple of years since we've really had one, but I think, you know, definitely if we can find the right time, you know, because there's so many different things we'll want to showcase um, from tillage to application, 
I mean, there's just just finding the right time and place. Yes, guys will come, but we've proved too that with the drone, I know, it can make some damn good videos. That yeah, that's our farm show today. I know that's our field day, and we could touch so many more people. I know. Yeah, you know, and but if guys want to come out and see us actually do it, let's invite them out. Mm -hmm. I know. Let's feed them. Let's let's get together. But still we can reach so many people with the technology you have today with social right. media and the drone it's made such a huge difference i know um, it's <clears throat> you know we talk about possibly rolling it all in one where we we drone half that stuff whenever we demo it while the guys are here i mean yeah yeah but we're going to go drone stuff this week right you know yeah. and even today but it, it's a ton of work yeah to get the field the field days going and then it it's just such a anxiety attack like well, it, is anyone going to show well, up and, not only that it's just the time that time and money we got put in it and try and get everybody here that day right it, yeah everybody has lives they got they, how many trips they got to make across their fields spraying you know in the yeah. summer so i mean it, it's just such a hard thing to do but that's why you know the drone investment was the greatest thing because as you're doing your spring demos, summer demos, fall demos, whatever it is, you take that video, we can send a guy whatever he wants when you get a call. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I've called you how many times? Hey, do you have a picture of this? Do you have a video of this? You know, because I got a guy in Michigan that wants to see this run mm -hmm. and right. he can't get to anywhere to see it. So, I mean, to me, that's still um, the best way today to get the word across well social media i mean think about it we're sitting here in this room we're the only three people in this room right now yeah but we're going to have how many hundreds of listeners to it because mm -hmm. we're yep. recording it and putting it on the world wide web yep. well those videos are pretty well the same thing mm -hmm. every we have uh we have 1400 subscribers on youtube now mm -hmm. and so when we throw a video out there within three days we have about 300 views on it right so you know that's the question and we know youtube works because we get the calls in here yeah so i, I don't know and, and Whether, you can yeah i think the serious guys filter themselves out and they yeah. call in and they want to come watch one and they show up and then we sell them one yeah. they, mm -hmm. they get one on their farm or yeah. we demo so but there's nothing you cannot put a price on the guy who comes to watch a bbi spreader spread right. sees a salford two-piece s tie and run and is just blown away yep. that that's the thing when they show up they don't even know they're interested yep until they see it right well and it's just it's funny because it maybe it's been about four or five years ago out here we did a field day in the summer wheat stubble yep and i think that's about the first time we did strip till with an st yeah st6 and a pathfinder yeah well you advertise this we had boys from south alabama come up here just to see that run right i think you sold them a strip to a bar and maybe an st i don't remember but the point is guys travel yeah because they can't that. see you know there's guys that will come that they can never see this equipment right so they don't have the dealers where they're at just don't, don't handle it, it just don't do it or they're getting into something leading mm -hmm. edge and so yeah it does i think it, it just gives us a lot you know further out reach for those opportunities when you do a field day because guys want to touch and feel it oh yeah so is it worth it yes but you know we still get a lot of value out of um 
the other ways of doing it but if we want to capture 100 percent everything we yeah we still need to do a field day mm-hmm. right well how about you plan it for us and we'll just show up and <laughs> talk and i'll drive a tractor yep we'll just sit in tractors and we'll, just well just as long as we don't do it at three in the morning like we're doing this podcast because we're so busy you know we just <laughs> yeah no one knows what time it is do they <laughs> you know i gotta get to work so know. you know it's uh we gotta do it early in the morning but you guys are busy i can't believe what you guys have on slate just today alone on may 11th it's crazy yeah it, it, i just don't even think about it anymore well there's not enough hours yeah not enough people no. i mean because all of a sudden we were forced to we have a short window here to get things done yeah you know there's lots of guys that want to de- demo some equipment but there will not be the time this spring whether right. it's on their end or our just, end just won't happen just limited <laughs> but that's where the videos are great you're getting this week because yeah. we'll still continue to sell from those videos oh yeah right mm-hmm. right yeah i mean uh i think you do have a bbi spreader to get up and run yet today mm-hmm. so um this is one of the shorter podcasts but like you said we all have stuff to do i think we're going to cut it off and uh and get out roll get on with the day yeah. it's creeping up on uh, mm-hmm. on sunrise here and um, it's going to be time to get rolling but thanks for having me guys it's been good had a good night with mom and dad last night yeah. so uh yeah you guys a little groggy to, this morning but yeah you guys went up to boardwalk yeah went up to the boardwalk where you had your uh uh salford meeting. salford meeting this winter yeah. and uh, man such good food and oh, yeah. it's great this time of year with the sun shining on the lake you know mm-hmm. and the blue water out there so uh yeah. it's definitely uh we'll have to do that again yeah yeah you, you, you can invite me next time if you want yeah but, we can uh, do that yeah. no that's fine um <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks everyone for tuning in thanks dave for your time thank you guys and we'll see you next time yep see you